Welcome to Inclusion Matters, a podcast about children's development from the Center for Inclusive Childcare. Welcome to Inclusion Matters, a podcast from the Center for Inclusive Childcare. I'm Priscilla Weigel, the Executive Director, and I'm here with my colleagues, Beth Menninga, our Relationship-Based Professional Development Manager, and also Brenda Lowe, our Coach Mentor. And we are continuing our conversation about teamwork and creating healthy teams and bonds in the classroom with the adults, the caregivers, the people that are doing the work every day consistently. And so we're we're going to kind of wrap up our series on just some of those more personal pieces of teamwork. And I'm looking forward to our conversation, Beth and Brenda. You know, I think one thing that we don't get a chance to talk about a lot, and it sometimes becomes the elephant in the room, is just the communication skills that happened within um, teaching teams. Mm-hmm. Within the center, within teaching teams specifically, the differences within those personalities, you know, some are loud, some are quiet, some are introverted, some are not, mm-hmm. some are younger, some are more veteran, some are animated, mm-hmm. some are not, mm-hmm. some like Disney movies, <laughs> some do not, and on and on and on it goes, and there's such a vast Array, array and differences. And I think that sometimes we we click and we're trying to find that person who's just like us, but that doesn't always happen. Right. Then you throw in there the differences in learning styles, communication styles, listening styles, and then you throw in a conflict. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what happens when we don't see eye to eye? What do we do with that? And then we have to be in the classroom together with all of those children. And now what? Yeah. Right. And we don't get a chance to talk about that very much. Mm -mm. And it's hard. Mm -hmm. That's a hard thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So those active listening skills, direct and respectful communication skills, cross-cultural skills, problem-solving skills with other people, those are all going to be critical things that you're going to continue to work on as a team. And I, you know, when I think about that, I'm trying to remember, I don't remember ever doing that on purpose in my work, but I wonder if... There might be opportunities if you're, I'm thinking about kids again, if you get to practice before it becomes an issue on some of those skills, just playfully, like playing telephone one day in a staff meeting or, you know, Mm. something fun and playful a little bit with it, but to remind us all to listen to each other, just for example, um, might be worthwhile thinking ahead and it's like, okay, let's just try to work on our active listening skills this week and think about the importance to parents and all of those as well as children. So that's a great suggestion. And it's fun. I mean, that's just a really easy way to, to alert ourselves about how well are we really cueing into what our colleagues are saying to us? Are we noticing their body language? Are we reading the fact that when they're wiping off the table, they're doing it very firmly? (laughs) And oh, oh, I I wonder what's going on and why that's happening. Being in tune to each other, getting to know each other's signals is really key. And also, as I think Brenda mentioned in one of our earlier podcasts, being transparent, being willing to say, I need a moment. Mm. Brenda, you were going to talk about that a little bit and just what is what does that look like that I need a moment? What does that mean when you say that to someone in your classroom? Well, and I think that goes back to it depends on the person. And I mm-hmm. think that within a teaching team, I think it's okay to for teachers to have that conversation of like what happens if. Mm. So what happens if I am having a really bad day 
And is it okay if I just tell you I'm having a bad day? Is that okay? Mm-hmm. Or is it a, if like if I'm struggling with one of our students and I just need to walk away, is it okay if I say the red balloon is falling <laughs> <laughs> or ready to pop? <laughs> the red balloon is popping now. Um, like what what can be our code word and just starting with that conversation and through those conversations think about how much you're getting to know your coworker mm-hmm. as well right on top of that so your team building and you're coming up with a plan at the same exact time wonderful and i think that just not even within the small team but throughout the the entire mm. team can have similar conversations, maybe allowed to have a moment, just a moment, as part of an icebreaker to share during a team meeting even. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Yeah. yeah. Well, and I, when I think about the modeling for children and mm-hmm. how powerful that is, I, even just saying, I need a moment, I'm going to take a deep breath in front of children so they see that model, that is so powerful. And to see us supporting each other. Um, yeah. Even if it's subtle, they're going to get, I mean, kids are so observant, they're going to get it. And because mm-hmm. they, they sure get it when we don't work well as a team. They really do. They're very intuitive. Mm-hmm. And they sense that friction and that tension. And it's really essential to have that relaxed, caring attitude about each other. And as you said, Brenda, we're not always going to be best friends outside of work, ah. but we have to figure out how to connect inside of work and and build those opportunities for that connection. And that's it's a challenge. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, Priscilla, is so many of our teachers do grow in their relationships over time outside of the classroom, outside of the center, which is wonderful. Mm-hmm. We, we encourage that time together. At the same time, you know, we also remind them that, you know, we're there as professionals for children and families. Yep. We're not there to be BFFs. Best friends forever, for those of you that are like, what on earth is she talking about? (laughs) And so when we show up, though, at our jobs, you know, we are there for children and families. And so when there's a conflict that has arisen, if feelings were hurt outside of those classrooms, what are we going to do about that? Mm -hmm. So as a manager, we have to think, what's the plan? What are we going to do? Because these two teachers have to go in the classroom and now be with these students all day. And that can get nasty if we don't have a plan. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that I suggest if you don't have a plan already is to think about whatever your style is and whatever style aligns with your teachers is maybe saying, okay, I'm going to give you guys my office for five minutes mm. to have a conversation of how you're going to work through the day or this week or to hash out these feelings of how we can move on. Mm. Because after all, we are human mm-hmm. and we're all here for the same purpose. Together, I've done that. It has been effective. And then you just went in the classroom and pulled, Yep, did what you needed to do as far as getting enough support for that team to be able to have those times to just talk things through. Yeah. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. it was great because then the conversation didn't happen in front of the kids. Mm -hmm. It didn't happen on the playground. And they felt like professionals to be able to have that conversation together and that I trusted them that they could have that together. And there's times also when they need a mediator. Sure. Yes, true. And so then that other person being the director who is Mm -hmm. supporting that team would have to stay in the room together with them and say, okay, we're each going to get a chance to talk. Everyone's going to share their feelings. And then we're going to talk about a plan moving forward, how we can create success here. Right. So that they know what the expectations are for that time in that office, that there will be the end result 
our hope is that everyone yes. will come out of here maybe not feeling completely that everything's resolved, right. but resolved enough so that we can work together again in that classroom space. Respected. Yes. So we can feel mutually respected. And for that to happen, that might have to be where you have a third person or an aide that comes in or even the cook that's done with dishes and mm-hmm. she is willing to stay a few extra minutes and step into the classroom um, while the children are finishing their nap time or at the end of their nap time so that we can have just a brief conversation. And then the two teachers that are having this have to understand to be respectful for everyone's time yeah. that's at the center to make this happen for them. Sure, sure. I think that's going to be really helpful for folks who, because we know, as we talked about before we even started this podcast, this is one of those conversations that isn't talked about a lot. We don't have a lot of um, learning and practice in these areas because, yes, you come into this business because you love working with children and you have skills and abilities to help teach them. However, you're working with a bunch of adults. So taking some time up front, too. Maybe it is a little more staff time at a staff meeting where you have a meal um, and you talk about how we're going to develop those routines. Because once you get the routines that we talked about in the first podcast into place, it's a lot easier to deal, you know, you start to develop the habits of communicating regularly about what's going on, and you can be more efficient in how you get things done together as a team. You're yes. better at catching things before they get bad, hopefully. Mm-hmm. And again, I love what you talked about being respected and setting a tone. Everybody's adults here. Yeah, um, That goes a long way to focusing people's communication and their work on what's, what, why are we all here together? Right, right. Not yeah. just for us. It's for the children and families we're serving, and we have a goal that we share together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's for the whole. It's for the the whole. Like as it, like we look at each other as a family, even though we're not. Right. We kind of are. We mm-hmm. spend a lot of time together. Sometimes right. more so than our own families at home. Yeah, and to have grace for one another. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and to put sometimes our coworkers are just going through something, mm-hmm. and they're having a moment. And I say that sometimes it's okay to allow them to just have that moment, give them a second, put yourself in their shoes, mm-hmm. and just let them have a moment. And it's okay to disagree. Mm-hmm. Is it agree to disagree? Is that what they say? Mm-hmm. And sometimes reminding our teachers of that, that's a growing moment for them as well. Sure. Mm-hmm. Sure. Well, thank you both for, once again, a great conversation. I look forward to having you back again on this podcast, and I hope our listeners enjoyed our series on teamwork. And as always, you know that we have resources available on our website that are useful tips and and tools, and um, also we love to hear what you need out there. So please send us your suggestions for podcast topics, for additional tip sheets and self-studies. We look forward to developing our tools and, and making them really useful to you. So thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. For more resources, visit us at inclusivechildcare.org.